Thanks for tuning in to the Change Church Podcast. We believe change is more than a church. It's a culture. And we are living out our purpose so that others can find theirs. We hope that this message encourages and inspires you. Now, here's Pastor Elijah Hollis. Wow, what an incredible time in worship. I mean, can I just say a huge thank you to our entire worship creative team for those powerful moments in God's presence. I tell you, today, this season, we need God's presence more than anything else. So team, thank you. Thank you for having those intimate times with Jesus on your own so that we can come into those moments on a Sunday together and take on that throne room experience. Wow. What an incredible time. Thank you for being prayed up. Thank you for going all in. I mean, what an incredible team we have here at Change. Hey, we're in a series right now called Overcome. And man, I am so thankful for how God is speaking over this season and what he is speaking to us and our home and my family. And man, this has been a powerful series of just really diving into who God calls us, that we are victorious ones. Man, if you don't feel like an overcomer, maybe you're just jumping into this series, let me encourage you. The word that God is speaking over you and your family and your life is that you are victorious in Christ. And he wants us to live above just being okay and just surviving, but he wants us to thrive in this season. So welcome, welcome today. Hey, the word on the street is that bad things happen in Philadelphia. And man, without getting political today, I want to talk about proclamation and the power of our words. So get ready. And if, if you're ready for God to speak to you today, would you just say, this is for me? Come on, comment right now and say, this is for me. I'm ready to dive into God's word and just proclaim what he wants to say over you. Can we pray before we get started? I just want to pray and just that God would get us ready in our hearts, get us ready for what he wants to speak to us. He's a God who invests in us, not just to speak to our ears, but he speaks to our hearts, transforms our lives. So let's pray. God, we just thank you. We surrender right now all across wherever we're watching from right now. We surrender ourselves to you, surrender our thoughts and our hearts, all of our agendas and things that are happening in our mind right now. God, we just push pause on all distractions because we want to hear you. We want to hear your word over our lives. Your word is what matters. It is what counts. The Bible says that your word always fulfills its purpose. And so God, we pray that we would just lean in right now. We surrender, do your work so that we become the change in our world. We become the change in our homes and our families. And God, you would investigate us today. Oh God, if there's anything that gets in the way of having us fully devoted to you, fully in love and surrender to you, God, get it out of the way right now. I just pray that for my life. You would investigate me, God. If there's anything that comes in between me and you, God, destroy it. I don't want it in my life. I need you, Father. More than anything else, I need oneness with you. And I just pray that over everybody watching, God, that they would just be in that place of obedience, that they would become fully alive in you. This season would be their best because of what you're doing in their life. We love you and trust you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, I have to be totally transparent, let you know that uh, the enemy is crazy about this message and wants it down. Uh, there's already been a couple complications to getting this word out. So I want to encourage you that this word is exactly for you, that there's been some things that have tried to take it down, but it is not 
to prevail because this word is exactly for you and it needs to happen. And so I'm more confirmed ever that this word is gonna change your life. It's gonna powerfully touch you. Um, because word on the street is that bad things happen in Philadelphia. And let me tell you, there are probably some words that are being spoken over you, your season. And maybe it's from others or maybe it's from yourself. But I'm here to let you know the power in your words, the power of your proclamation. So you ready? Let's get started. Grab a journal, grab something to write down with because I believe that God's gonna speak directly to you. He's amazing how he does. I don't know how he does it, but he speaks directly to his children how we hear him. So get something to write down because I believe that God's gonna speak to your spirit. And it's not just gonna be a word for this week or even just for today, but God is gonna speak something that's gonna transform your season. It's gonna transform the way that you approach, the way that you go after, what he's called you to do, what he's marked on you. So if you're ready, let's dive in. So first off, I wanna just talk about the beginning of the book, the beginning of the Word of God. It says the Spirit was hovering over the waters and then it transforms and comes in where God says, let there be light. And what happens is the Word of God meets the Spirit of God hovering and there's a beauty when that happens and all of a sudden the light takes place and creation starts. There's a beauty in that. And what we don't realize, I don't think we understand sometimes, is that that same powerful word that spoke light into existence, that spoke the universe into creation, that same word was passed down and that same power was passed down through Jesus to us. And so the spirit that Jesus sent, he said, hey, I'm going to heaven, but I'm sending a spirit that's going to empower. It's going to rest. It's going to hover over the children of God. It's going to be here to empower those that are mine. And so that same spirit is hovering over the waters today. But I don't think we understand the power that's in the word of God that meets the spirit that's hovering. And so today I want to talk about your proclamation because I don't think a lot of us work in it. We don't walk in it. And so we miss out on a lot of God moments and what he wants to speak over our season, but also what he wants to speak through us to other season. And this season might feel weird to you. It might feel like a, an abnormal placement, maybe for you and your life and your calling and what you are out to accomplish. And maybe you're on mission and you feel like you've pushed pause. Um, but can I tell you that this is a specifically designed season for you to come alive in Christ. And I, I believe that God is drawing a lot of his children to know him personally, to maybe trade the gatherings, maybe trade all of that for God. <laughs> trade the gathering for God. And I believe that God is drawing you to a deeper level of knowledge, but also a deeper level of intimacy with him. Some of us, we don't realize the power that's in our words, the power that's in our proclamation. And so we go with the flow or we even become neutral to all those around us. And maybe some of you, you even agree with those that are speaking negativity over your season, over their season, over the, the city in general. And maybe you just sit by as a bystander without realizing what is inside of you. See, when you come to Jesus, and maybe you don't know this, but when you come to Jesus, he says that I live in you. When you call him Lord, not only does he save you from your sins, but now Holy Spirit lives inside of you. And the Spirit of God, the power that's in Christ, Paul said it, the same power that rose Jesus from the dead now lives in 
me. Your old self has passed away, now you become a new creation. Well, with that comes this power to proclaim. We see it all throughout the ministry of Jesus, is when he said things, they would take place. He called the blind to see, he called the deaf to hear, he rose people from the dead, and made the lame walk. I mean, the powerful words of Jesus. There's even a story where he calls out a fig tree and makes it dead because it didn't produce fruit for him. I mean, it's just crazy stuff that Jesus says now, you will do greater things than I have done. I mean, what a word that's on us. But I think some of us, we don't realize that. So we just go with the flow. And whatever media is talking about this season or whatever the world is talking about or our feed is talking to us about this season, we go with it. We start to believe it. And I want to talk today about ways that we can filter, ways that we can walk into a life of victory where we don't go along with the flow, but we actually transform the moment. We actually change it with our proclamation. Maybe some of you think, I don't have that much power. In fact, I'm just kind of going with the flow. Can I tell you that the Bible says that when you're in Christ, your words have power to either give life or death. They are not neutral. Now, when you are in Christ, you do one of two things. You either die in, with your words or you live with your words. You help others to die with your words or you help others to live with your words. And when you realize this, you walk with a new authority. You talk with a new authority. You look for ways to empower the moment, to give life to those around you. I truly believe that God is calling his children to become overcomers, that we overcome the mindset of culture. We overcome the mindset of the natural because we don't work in the natural. I don't know if you've heard, but uh, when you're in Christ, you don't fight with the weapons of the world. No longer do we fight as the world does. Now we work in the supernatural. We work in a whole new realm. Our Father gives us divine power <laughs> to demolish strongholds. Come on, somebody. You don't just demolish the arguments that are around that people are trying to go there and there and we're in crazy season right now where you just hear so many sides and people are divided. But can I tell you that God has given us a power that is so greater than what the world can even offer or even conjure up as power. We have a power that is beyond we serve the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the name that makes every knee bow. That's the great name. That's the great one that we serve. And that's the power that we have inside of us. When you understand that, you walk with a new authority. You walk with a new knowledge and understanding of what you carry and what you have to offer. And so today, I wanna to talk to you about the proclamation of your life. And number one, Here's a proclamation that you can start speaking over your life right now. Now, proclamation, let me just uh, let me just make sure that we all are on the same page with this. Proclamation is not a self-help. Talk to yourself, try to talk yourself into, okay? A proclamation is an aligning, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, an aligning with the Word of God, the one that's purposed and powerful. See, here's the deal. There are proclamations all over the place. I mean, you hear words and people proclaim things every day, all day long. Those words are so, you know, in the air and proclaiming things, but the word of 
God is powerful and effective. In fact, the Bible says that we are transformed by the renewing of our minds. Well, the renewal of our minds happens by the Word of God. But if we don't proclaim the Word of God, we don't proclaim in alignment with that power that's in our voice, then we miss out on the transformation, the renewal process. And so I want to talk to us about proclamations that we can proclaim over our life and step into a life of being an overcomer, a life of a victorious one. We talked about praying a couple weeks ago, and I encourage you, check that, that message out again. If you need uh, ways to pray effectively, maybe your prayer life is kind of, and in this season, you want to take it up a notch. You want to pray with the power and authority of Jesus. Hey, we gave you some secrets to do that. But I want to talk today about what you proclaim everyday life into every situation that you step into, what you can proclaim over yourself and over those around you. Um, but the first proclamation that you can start is knowing who you are in Christ. Now, when, when Paul talks about coming to Christ, he says, my old self is passed away. I am a new creation. Now, you have to proclaim that of yourself because you have to know that of your past has no power over your present and your future. When Christ comes in you, you are a new creation. Therefore, all things, I'm telling all things, all your sin, all your past uh, of what you used to believe, even maybe some of you are stepping into this season and you've had past beliefs that didn't align with the Word of God. Maybe you haven't walked this thing out and seen it for real. Maybe you read the Word of God, but it's not the same as what you're seeing in real life. And so there's there's a contradiction. There's there's a, there's it's not lining up. It's it's not parallel. It's kind of it's it's separated for you. And so this is a new season for you to step into a life where Jesus is alive, where you know Him. You're seeing Him at work in your life. You're flowing in the gifts of God. The Holy Spirit is working in and through you. So even that past is no longer, it's no longer powerful for this season because you're stepping into being a new creation. So there's your proclamation number one. I am a new creation. You want to try it out? Go ahead, say it right now. Say it out loud. Say, I am a new creation. I mean, there's power in that. Think about that. Everything about you, your identity, the way that you talk, the way that you love, the way that you serve, no longer the past of what you used to do is alive anymore. You are dead to your old self. Now you are alive in Christ. Hey, maybe some of you have even been saved for a while, but today is a new day of salvation. Today is a new day of identity for you because you're realizing I'm a new creation. And when you get close to Jesus, I mean close to Jesus. I mean desperate for him, in love with him. So close that you're just like, Father, 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 I love you. And he becomes just everything to you. When that happens, you start to be transformed. I mean, the things of your life that are not of Christ start to fall off. They don't even look uh, tempting anymore because of the Christ that you love and adore. He becomes number one. For some of you today, you're a new creation, and therefore all the things of the world, everything that everybody's saying has no power over you because you are in Christ. It's a new realm. It's a new life. It's a new level. All of a sudden now, all the things that affect the world do not affect you because your culture is kingdom of heaven culture. 
it's not the world culture. This isn't your home. This isn't where you're ending up. And praise God for that, right? Because the world is full of chaos and full of things that we don't need. I mean, we are children of the King and he's prepared a place for us. So proclamation number one is to understand who you are. You are a new creation. Christ is in you. You have the power of Christ in you. That transforms the way you live because now you talk with the words of Christ. No longer are they your own words. No longer are the words of the voice that you hear in your head. Now you are flowing in the gifts of God because of Christ in you. New creation transformed and you're renewing your mind by getting close to him by reading his word by getting close to the father so that he transforms your life all right proclamation number two now this is a crazy good one and i was reminded of this because this season is um, just amazing there's so much favor on it but it's really busy and so like i can find myself in my human self being bitter towards being too busy right because i'm like oh man it's just so much work i don't know if you're like that but just being transparent sometimes i could be like that where i prayed for but now i gotta pray through because i'm like god i want to be grateful for this blessing and he reminded me you enter into the gates his gates his presence with thanksgiving <laughs> with thanksgiving on your lips, on your tongue. And so having an, a proclamation of gratitude, of saying, God, I thank you for the season. Whew, man, if some of us would practice this, our lives would be so much better and fulfilling. But some of us, we, we, we're not grateful. I mean, it's hard for us to even get in the mindset because everything is just out of whack and this didn't end up the way that I, I wanted it to or, or my family just doesn't understand so they act this way or this person doesn't treat me like, I mean, you fill in the blank. I don't know your life. I know mine and I know the things that can creep up on me and, and cause me to start thinking and be bitter and be angry. And I tell you, this season is so different because I've learned the art of gratitude. And if you can learn the art to proclaim over your moment, God, help me to be thankful. God, I thank you for, and just start naming them out. I promise you, you'll be able to find some things if you look for it. If you start to look for the hand of favor on your life, if you start to look for the goodness of God in your life, you can find it. Now, can you find negativity too? Absolutely. An enemy wants you to. He wants you to focus on the negative parts of your life. As, as much as he can keep you discontent with how much you have and the family that you have and the way that you look. And I mean, hello, you know, keep scrolling, keep scrolling on your feed. I promise you, you're going to find that discontentment. You're going to find something that's not right. He wants to keep you there. I promise you, because if he can keep you there, he can keep you focused on the wrong things. But as soon as you turn your heart to be grateful, you start to say, Jesus, thank you. Thank you for my family. Wow, thank you for my wife. Wow, thank you for my job. God, I have so much to be grateful for. Uh, thank you for the breath of my lungs. Thank you for health. And thank you for those who love me. Thank you for those who care for me. I mean, there's so much to be grateful for. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for salvation. Uh, I mean, go, go through the list. You have so much to be grateful for. So proclamation number two, be grateful. I'm telling you, you'll enter into his presence so much quicker and it's a way to realize wow God is here and he's so good God is not out to get me or out to judge me. God is here to love me he's a good father and so just thanking him for that uh, treating your morning with that first thing you get up thank him for something 
just find anything. Thank you, God, for letting me wake up. I woke up. I woke up and I'm still breathing. Pray God, thank you, Jesus, for a life. Thank you for the ability to breathe. I mean, think about it. You have so much to be thankful for. So learn the art of gratitude. I promise you, you're going to start to proclaim the presence of God over every moment of your life. So number one, know that you are a new creation, that the old has passed away and you are new in Christ. Therefore, you carry a new power, a new authority. You walk in a new realm. You are with the kingdom of heaven. That is your home. And so therefore, that all the power and authority that's in heaven is now yours to carry. So now you walk differently, you talk differently, you look for ways to affect those around you. And then number two, learn the art of gratitude. Say thank you. Enter into his courts daily, moment by moment. Look for ways to be grateful. Look for ways to lift up praise and just say thank you, Jesus. Thank you for you fill in the blank. I promise you, you can fill them out. And I, I encourage you to do this too. Make a list right now. Uh, make a list in this moment where you can just be grateful and just list all the things that God has done for you. List all the things you have in your life that are blessings. If you need help, call somebody who can speak life into you and just let them look at your life and see what's good. I promise you there's some people in your life, if you have life givers in your, in your circle, that can call you and let you know, hey, this is what's going for you. There's so much to be grateful for. So learn the art of gratitude. And the third proclamation over your life is that you are appointed to set the captives free. <laughs> wow, what a proclamation over you. See, once you understand you are a Christian, you look like Christ, a little Christ, right? You walk with the same power and authority as Jesus. And once you enter into his courts with that gratefulness, that thanksgiving that coming out of your mouth, now all of a sudden you walk with a new perspective on life. Now you need to look at life saying, I am here to set others free. How am I using my power to proclaim? It's not for me. It's not just for my life and my close loved ones, you know, my family, my home, because that's, that's good, but that's so little on the spectrum. God has called you to proclaim freedom for every person you come in contact with every day, every moment, understanding that, hey, what Jesus uh, spoke about himself. So Isaiah prophesied it and he said, hey, I am the fulfillment of this prophecy. I am appointed, right? To preach good news to the poor, bind up the brokenhearted, right? Proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. We have that same authority and that same power and that same appointment on our life. We carry that mantle, the same mantle that Jesus wore, that we proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. We set the captives free. We help the blind see. Just the other day, I was in the airport and we came, uh, we landed and we got our bags and we noticed that, um, that our bag got broken through the, the whole, you know, thing of, of flight. And so I took the bag in to the customer service area. And as I was waiting there, I noticed that people were coming out and just like shaking their heads and, you know, saying inappropriate things that I don't want to say on here, but they were just super mad and frustrated and probably, you know, understandably because they probably got their bag stolen or broken or whatever the situation was. And I walked in and this little lady behind the counter was like, hey, how are you today? And man, from moment one, I could feel she was just so heavy and burdened. I could feel her heart really, really, really heavy. And I could feel the father's heart for her. And my heart started to break inside. 
And as I started talking, nothing was on the outside. I mean, she was just bubbly and, and really full of life, but I could just feel that her heart was heavy. And through the whole thing, I'm just praying. I'm like, God, give me an opportunity. Like, help me to be bold in the way that I share your love. And just instead, I'm having this conversation with God because I understand I have the power to proclaim life into her situation, right? There, there's the power of life and death in my tongue. And so I can give life or I can speak death. I can do nothing, right? And that, that just, that just keeps carrying her to death, to decay, because everybody else is speaking death over her. So if I don't do anything, I marry and partner with that death that's being spoken over her. And so at the end, not, nothing too weird. I was just like, hey, listen, I understand your job probably comes with a bunch of people saying stuff at you and it's not your fault, but they're probably just spewing stuff at you and angry at you. Today, I wanna just bless you because you're amazing and, and God loves you so much and I love you so much and the light that's in you is so contagious. And I'm just wondering, can I just pray over you? I just wanna bless you today. And she just starts crying. She just starts bawling. She's like, yes, that'd be great. I, I would love that. And just so uh, we just started praying and socially distance, obviously, but we just started praying right there and her supervisor comes over and now she's standing there and now she starts crying she's like how did you know all this stuff as I was praying I was just proclaiming things over her that I felt the spirit speaking to my heart she's like how did you know you know she has pain in her back and all this stuff and, and God was just so he was just touching her in that moment in that moment she went from being oppressed and heavy and at the end of the prayer I was like it's how do you feel and she's like I feel so light it's like, I can't explain. I just, I'm crying. I, I'm overwhelmingly crying. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I was like, hey, God loves you so much. In that moment, I proclaimed life over her. She was a child of God that didn't know her worth, maybe had forgotten because of what others had spoken. And so in that moment, the power of my proclamation spoke life. I don't tell you that story to brag. I just tell you that story to for you to understand the power that's in your proclamation. There's nothing profound about the moment. All I did was pray for her. All I did was show her how much the Father loved her by getting out of my comfort zone, by understanding who I am, and walking in that overcoming, victorious lifestyle of setting others free. And that's what you have to realize. Everywhere you go, your word counts. I'm just going to let that set in just for a moment, because you have to understand this. Your words count. Your words count. And Jesus wants to use you in the season to not only proclaim life over your own self, because this that's important. You need to know who you are, proclaim life over your season, over life, over your family, over your, your job. You need to proclaim that life. Maybe you've been speaking death or you just allowed the world just to speak death over your season. And enough's enough. It's time to proclaim life over your, your situation because the spirit is already hovering. All it's gonna take is your word marrying with that spirit of God, that power of God that's on you to create miracles of God, to create that encounter with the Father who changes everything. But this is a season where God is calling you to not only proclaim life over yourself, but to set the captives free around you, to look for ways, opportunities, to take advantage of them and be like the prophet spoke about, the forceful ones that are forcefully advancing the kingdom of God because they look for ways to set the captives free. They look for ways to proclaim life over every situation. And I don't know what your season has been before. Maybe you haven't been that on fire for God, or maybe you've just gone through the motions. Can I tell you, this is a new season. 
and us at Change, we're not okay with the past and where we've been. We are headed to a new future in Christ. And if you're ready for that, I wanna pray that over you, a new boldness to take over, that you would understand not only who you are, but understand who's in you. Understand what your words and the weight of your words, how much weight they carry, and that God will use us as his followers, as those who are totally surrendered to him, totally devoted to him, to say, God, who do you have for me to minister to? Because it's not for me. Christ comes in us for others. Christ hovers over for others. That's what he said. He said, go and make. You already got it in you. Holy Spirit's with you. Now go and make disciples. Go preach the word to the ends of the earth. Take the gospel everywhere. That's what we're called to do. If you're not doing that yet, I want to pray for a boldness and a passion and your heart to break for the things that breaks God's heart so that you can walk boldly and proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Because this is a season of fruit. This is a season of God bearing fruit through you in your life. And if you're not seeing that yet, I'm telling you today, start proclaiming it over your life because you are a new creation and it is time to get grateful and it's time to understand that you are appointed to proclaim good news to the poor, to set the captives free, help the blind see, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Are you ready to dive in? If you are today, I want to pray over you. Would you just receive this? And you don't even have to strive for it. In fact, you barely even have to ask for it. You just need to receive it as a gift because God's already given it to you this boldness, this passion, the desire for him. And I just want to pray and release that over you. So if you want it, if you desire this, I just want you to lift your hands just like this and just receive it as a gift. I just want to pray for an encounter of God's love on your life right now in this moment. I know, I know today was specifically for you. I know you feel it. It's because Holy Spirit's got your number. And man, he, he's wrecked my heart for you, for you. God loves you so much. And I just want to release this over your life. So if that's you, just lift up your hands and just receive this. God, I thank you for that person. Thank you, Jesus. You see them exactly where they are. You see their season. You see what they've been through. You see what words have been spoken and proclaimed over their life. You see it, God. And though those around them might say bad things happen or bad things will take or whatever, God, that word, I just speak life over them right now. I proclaim the year of the Lord's favor over them, over their family, over their job, over their future, over their calling. Right now, I pray that you would pour out your spirit on them. God, embrace them with your presence. Embrace them with your love. Embrace them with your peace. Let them be so saturated with your presence right now. Holy Spirit, come come in the midst of them. God, if they've never encountered you right now, take over. That'd be an overwhelming sense of your presence. Spirit of God, fill their house, fill their room. Oh God, let them just feel the embrace right now. Spirit of God, we just release your power. I release your presence. I release your passion into the life. Break their heart for what breaks yours. God, wreck them in the greatest way. Wreck them in the greatest way, God, that your love would take over and they'd be so fulfilled in who you are. We love you, Jesus. I thank you. I thank you for the kingdom of heaven that's coming to earth through these, that we are your children, that the earth has been eagerly waiting for us to arrive. We love you, God, and we trust you. We lean into you and we thank you for making us overcomers, that we are not just here to be victorious, but we are here to set the captives free. So I just thank you for all of those that are going to be set free because of our word. 
those that are going to encounter your love because of what we stand up and say. We love you, Jesus, and we proclaim right now that you are good. In your name we pray. Amen. At Change Church, we believe in doing life together. If you want to connect with us, you can visit us online at thisischange.org or any social media platform at thisischangephl. Thanks for joining us and have an amazing week.